Welcome back, everyone, to Thursdays with Mitch and Broden. To all of our listeners, just really hope that you had a great time listening to us during our first episode, and you will be as excited as we are in today's episode. In that previous episode, we talked about you being a radio announcer, DJ, and one of your favorite things to say was, don't go back. We'll be right away. It was such a creative mind. It was funny for me. Can you say that again? I'd just like to, uh, to tell our uh, listeners right now, don't go back. We'll be right away. <laughs> I always expected people to say, don't go away. We'll be right back. Well, we have an interesting topic today. Yes, the topic, Mitch, that we decided to talk about is what happened to us in high school. We will be talking about a secret. It's a secret between you and me. A secret that yeah. my dad and my mom probably know nothing about. <laughs> this is a bomb of a secret and the world is about to hear it in this podcast. Isn't That's it exciting? exciting. <laughs> it is. I think it was in our fourth year high school. We both decided to learn how to drive a car. We did not have our student driver's license mm -hmm. yet. But we decided, hey, let's learn and let's get a vehicle. Now, before I go into this, I would like to ask our listeners, especially those who are minors, and including the adults, please do not try this at home. This is only for professionals. Do not follow what we did because we took the car of my dad and we drove without permission. That's the bad thing about it. I got the car and I brought it to a, an open area. Very few people living there in that village. Concrete road, very near our elementary school uh, campus. I was driving and trying my hand out to drive and I did pretty well. Then it was your turn. I gave you the wheel. I asked you to take the wheel. And what happened? Well, that's the funny part. I was about to take a left turn, and when I did so, I wasn't able to turn the wheels properly on the right part of the road. And on the right side of the road was a tree, so what happened was, bang, we hit the tree. Let me remind you, Mitch, the reason why it was like that was because when you turned to the left and you had to bring it back to the right, do you remember that cars didn't have power steering? So you had to uh, steer it to the right, and that's where we hit a small tree. It was probably the tree that crossed the street. I don't think we were the ones who made the mistake. The tree wanted to cross the street, so we hit it. It was his fault. But anyway, you, not me, you dented the the front of this old vehicle that my dad had. The paint job wasn't that good for that vehicle. But we had to bring it back and had to return it. But we did not want our parents or my parents to know about it. What did we do? Yeah, we went to a Sari Sari store. And what was there? So they were selling paints, uh, oil, and ev almost everything. We bought a pint of enamel paint. It had to be white. And we painted the part wherein uh, there were dents on. Well, we have to do it again and again so that it may look like as if nothing really happened. And my dad did not find anything. May mm -hmm. God bless his soul. He does. He probably knows now Now that it's in podcast. Or he probably knows about it because he's in heaven. <laughs> we now know how to drive. We love learning new things, actually. I remember, Mitch, that this was not the only accident that happened, especially to you. Talking about my college serious accident, I was riding a, driving a motorcycle and a friend was at the back 
coming from a city 25 kilometers from Bacolod. Somewhere down the street of Bacolod City was an old man crossing the road. He was uncertain if he would go forward or rather stop. Okay, and then this old man at the last minute, we never thought that he would take another step. He took the step and then bang, he fell down. Probably we fell down. I just couldn't remember anything then because I was totally blacked out. The next thing I, I knew, I was in the hospital. I couldn't really remember anything that happened even on that time when we hit the old man. I was in the hospital. I felt the pain. I felt like my brain was going to explode. And they had to bring me to another city to check whether there's something in my brain. And they found out that there was some blood clots on it. And they had to rush my operation. They took the blood clots. So praise God, the operation was successful. However, after a few days, I experienced some double vision. And the doctor said, uh, you're having, what, a Bell's palsy. I need to be in the hospital for treatment every single day. Well, again, that was really something that reminds me of, of another life, of uh, the grace and the opportunity that our God Creator has given me. Mitch, you're talking about that this is like your second life. I know that it is God's grace that we would be able to overcome such difficulties. I thought you were a gunner then. There was a news that uh, spread throughout the campus that Mitch is, is gone. And they thought all the while since I was in the ICU that I didn't make it. What did you learn from it? What is Second Life all about? Second Life is something that I personally would consider as a great blessing and a great chance. Because regardless of age, life is like a mist that appears for a little time and then it vanishes. I said to myself, I have to be more aware and conscious of what truly is the purpose of my life here on earth. Maybe I was before, but I should be more driven by the purpose that God has intended for me in the second life. I feel you there because the meaning of a brother's life, for example, is also about purpose. What is the purpose of becoming a brother? And uh, although it's not as close to an accident, but it's like a second life, a new life that I take, you become more and more aware of the purpose of what it is to be a brother. And for you, the purpose of your second life. From this experience, Mitch, what would young people learn from that experience? They say that uh, when you're young, you basically are wild and free. You know, you don't really care much about the world. But there is something more real to that. There's a purpose why we came here on Earth. Or probably when I was still searching uh, for what that purpose might be, I resorted to so many things that didn't really directed me to the right purpose of my life. So to the young people, and even to the not-so-young people, it's always important that we should know the purpose why we're here on Earth. And it's not just about family, it's not just about friends, it's, it's not just about educational attainments, it's not just about the prestige, it's not just about fame. But beyond that, all of these are temporal, which means this will just come to pass. But what's more important to this is what's next. After this life, where to? That should be given more attention now, knowing the purpose why we are here on earth. How beautiful that is, Mitch. Yes, to know the purpose of your life, you have to be praying a lot. You have to be thinking about what God wants of you. Discern what is God's purpose for each one of us. I guess that's how we will end our podcast for today. 
But before we do that, can you say my favorite line that you said many, many years ago? Why not? Again, to our listeners, don't go back. We'll be right away. <laughs> <laughs> 